0: Poet Kevin Allen McGill tells the tale this way. Once upon a time, an elderly carpenter and an even older ironworker lived together on the edge of an ancient forest. They would often walk along the forest paths, quietly contemplating the majesty of nature. On one such walk, they came upon an ancient oak that had been felled by lightning. The carpenter and the ironworker wanted to honor the life that had been so from a section of the tree they fashioned a simple bench upon which forest visitors could rest that way the essence of the venerable oak would live on the years went by the carpenter and the iron worker eventually went on to their own reward the forest became a park amidst a sprawling city yet the park bench Remained to fulfill its purpose, to be a place where people could spend time peacefully contemplating their lives. Some began to treat the bench as a friend. People found that not only did they feel better after sitting on the bench, they seemed to think better while sitting on it. Then one night, a trio of magical creatures arrived in the park, discovered the bench, and wondered what tales it could tell the park bench a story told by poet and storyteller Kevin Allen McGill from June 2018 with the tale of an ancient oak tree made into an ancient oak bench the oak a tree of course revered in Celtic cultures and beyond the story here rooted in the mists and myths of time. The oak was known for its medicinal properties from ancient times, and the symbolism of the bench in this story is especially powerful, not only as a welcoming place of well-being and healing, but with wisdom and stories of its own. It's as if the teller of the tale we're about to hear at some profound level, picked up on the mythic reverberations for us as humans, of the natural world, the woods, the trees, the calming comfort of the bench as place of rest and connection to others and to our bottomless stories. Beth Romanowski founded the Bench Project on her family farm in Luzerne County. And from this corner of Pennsylvania, the simple power of a bench, a book, and a bag has spread from coast to coast while flourishing in between. To mark the arrival of spring, Beth Romanowski brought a book and a bag to the WVIA studios to introduce us to the bench project. We began with her roots in the world of nature.
1: I grew up at Bryant's Pond, which was in Loyalville, almost a sweet valley. It was a small area where we really only had two other neighbors. And we spent all the time outside. You know, we were outdoor kids. The morning started and we were outside running up to the neighbor's house on the dirt road, riding our bikes. So being outside was really the biggest part of me growing up. We were not house kids.
0: And you decided at some point in your life to study, to help other people in the world of health, physical health. What led you on that path?
1: So when I graduated from high school, strangely enough, my dad had died when I was six. So my mom raised my sister and I. And I can remember her saying, well, I think you should either be a nurse or a secretary. (laughs) And, you know, I was like, gosh, I was really thinking I wanted to be an English teacher, but I guess I'll be a nurse. Because I always had like a heart for helping and I was a lot like her. You know, she was such a generous woman. And so I went to nursing school. So it really all started then. And then it even continued on. Once my youngest daughter went off to college, I started to use some natural things to feel better not just emotionally but physically. So I started to use Young Living Essential Oils and loved it because I was helping people naturally now. People would come to our home and I would teach classes and they had such great results. I just loved it and that was honestly a huge passion of mine for a long time and it still is actually. And
0: yet when we're going to talk about this project there's writing involved. So you mentioned you thought you might want to be an English teacher.
1: Yes, exactly. And so I've always really been very interested in mindset and how our thoughts do become things. Thoughts, your subconscious mind is so very much in control of your behavior and that got me into journaling. So once the journaling started then I realized wow this is not just about me writing but the true benefit was really reading going back and reading what I had written and how I had grown. So those were the things that really sparked the Bench Project.
0: Was it a lightning bolt moment or take us to that moment when you were considering how to mark your anniversary?
1: Yes so My husband, Lenny, and I had originally gotten married in Hawaii. So we had always said, you know, when we were married 20 years or 25 years, we were going to go back, take the kids, the family, their spouses or significant others. And it was at a time when everybody was in college, Lenny's job was busy, and it was just not going to work. So we had recently bought Twin Oaks Farm in Shavertown and Dr. Bob Peters, who had the farm prior to us, had a walking path three miles long around the entire property. And we kept it up, we would walk frequently, and as we would be walking, I would so many times say, you know, this would be a great place for a bench. Not just because it was a beautiful view or there was inspiration there, but maybe because it was at the top of a hill and you really just needed to rest. So for many reasons, I I would say that. So we didn't go to Hawaii, but I had a thought that maybe we would put 20 benches out on the farm along the trail, one for each year that we were married. So I did. I had a few benches. I had the bench from my mom's backyard. Some friends gave me benches. I got some from garage sales and consignment shops and then bought some new ones, but put them all out. And then thought I don't know I think this is bigger than this so I decided to put a weatherproof bag on each bench with a journal and a pen and some readers because at that point I needed readers (laughs) and so I sat on each bench and I kind of told the story of why I put the benches out but also told the story of what I felt while I was sitting there because each bench is at a different location and my goal was to have people anybody that came, whether it was my family or our neighbors that cross over onto our property and walk, that anyone that sat there could have the same amazing experience. And whether it's something beautiful and inspiring that you're writing, or it's something heavy that you need to stop carrying, either way, it felt good to leave it at the bench.
0: It drew on all of the things that you were passionate about, things that you believed were important for not only yourself and your
1: family, but for each of us. It was talking to you too wasn't it? It was. It was speaking to me. I wanted this to live on long after I'm gone so my kids or my kids kids could open this book and read my words and they may not know me but they would know me through my words and my story and not everybody is comfortable being vulnerable and writing their words so I think by reading what other people have written really gives you permission to be vulnerable too and and realize the benefit of that.
0: Beauty does something
1: to us, doesn't it? it? Definitely does. Yeah. One of the things that I say is get outside to go inside because I feel like when you're in your home or you're at your work situation, you know, you can't really escape from a lot of whatever is causing you some stress, but when you can get outside. I mean, we have a beautiful farm, but even if you're in the city, you can always look up You've always got this beautiful sky there that gives you a different perspective and makes you realize that you're part of something so much bigger. That even though the problems that you're thinking about all the time seem so big, when you can look outside that, so getting outside to go inside, I think is is really important.
0: You're still on your own benches and your family's with you on your benches, but you're getting the sense that it's bigger than this. It's one thing to think that, it's another thing to make it a phenomenon around the world, which you're doing.
1: Yeah. So we had a rather trying 2018 in our family. And I found myself outside sitting on these benches that I had literally placed five years before. And I had, I had gone out. But, you know, life is busy. You walk. And sometimes I'd write. Then months would pass. And then I'd write again outside. But then at this point in my life, I found myself outside all the time, like literally sitting on these benches as a refuge. And not every time would I write. Sometimes I would just sit and just take in where I was because there was just some healing that happened there. There's no judgment at that point.
0: So you were in this difficult life situation and not writing sometimes, writing sometimes. And that's when you began
1: to think it could expand? Yeah, that's actually when, well, I realized the real benefit of it. I had placed them here thinking it it was more about legacy and more about good feelings. You know, you'd sit and you'd write about those things that were happy memories and good times when you're walking. Not realizing that me being in a different space, it was really about the healing power that I felt while I was sitting at the benches. And I also found that interestingly, the benches on our farm, now we have 31 now, but at the time we had 20 at the beginning. They each kind of developed a personality. So we had a bench that we were calling the broken bench. And the broken bench was a bench I had picked up at a yard sale and we tightened it up, slapped some paint on it, put it in the woods. And little by little, it started to deteriorate and it was actually to the point where there was only one slat on it. And I thought, you know, I, I probably should replace this one. So it was really during, during this time that I drove up in the woods and I loaded this bench up into the UTV and had a new one. And I put the new one out and I thought, okay, I'll sit. So I sat and I opened the bag and opened the journal and my daughter had been there a few weeks before. So I'm reading and she said, well, you know what? I know this bench is broken, but so are we. We're all broken. So this is so representative of not just us as a family, but of all humanity. But we are beautiful in our brokenness. So I think this bench should stay. So you undid it? I undid it. So I took the broken bench out, put it next to the new bench, so they're both still there. And when we've had people walk the farm, oh, it's probably one of the most heartfelt benches that people sit on because it's like, I mean, I'm looking at myself there, but then looking here and saying, see, look, I am beautiful. And then there's, there's the garden bench, which also I sat a lot in because I think the garden is like a season of growth. And there's death when everything dies, but then it springs forth in the spring and you have this beauty. So there are so many, so many analogies that the, the benches can give us. And actually they all have a name now, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, but that all came from that time of stress and struggle.
0: All the time then you're realizing that it's personal to you and your family but I see on your notebook it says more dot 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 so it's so much more
1: it is yep so we did get through all of that hard time as a family and at that time my husband and I started to meet with a group kind of in a mindset mastermind and in that group they usually try to put somebody in a hot seat every couple weeks so if you have like a dream or a vision or something that you're really passionate about you can talk to the group so i got in the hot seat and started to talk about the bench project and everyone was oh This is so needed because now we're during COVID where people are more isolated than ever and feeling so alone and so disconnected that I was like, this is really the time for the Bench Project to be part of the world, not just my farm. So I started to look for people that I could tap into that had experience with marketing. And so one of the first people I talked to was Bill Jones from the United Way who was a dear friend of mine from high school. And he, he said, oh yeah, you've got something here, Beth. This, the world needs this. So he put me in touch with Holly Pilcavage at Cole Creative, who is just a wonderful group of young people. So they have really helped me grow this to something that's even bigger than the farm.
0: How far away is the farthest bench
1: now? Uh, we, have, we have a bench in Oregon. State of Washington, so there. Actually, I think we're now in fifteen states and quite a few locally. And you know, there's two parts to the bench project. It's the physical book and bag, like you can attach to a bench. But because of COVID, I was a little bit like, "Wow, will people open this bag?" I was unsure of that. So we decided to develop a tag. So we have a metal tag that has a unique QR code. So for all the benches, people can just scan the tag and open up the virtual journal. So when you do that, they can really tap into everyone's thoughts, words, stories, pictures, videos that sat on that same bench. So this is the tag. You scan the QR code and it's attached to the bench. And, then you can it. and it's kind of interesting because a lot of the benches have both a tag and a physical bag. And so far, I've gotten three books back, filled that are totally filled with people's stories and words. So it works. Like it is totally something that we all need. And it just does my heart good. Like I read people's, and there's a lot of inspiration there, but there really is a lot of things that people leave there. They're like, I'm done. I'm not going to carry this anymore. I'm going to leave it right here. What do you do with the filled journals? Well, right now I just have them. My goal is to probably make a coffee table book or some type of a book with those comments because they're so, there's healing there.
0: Has anybody been inspired to express him or herself in poetry?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. And so this is the bag, actually, that we attach. It says, sit down, open the bag, open the book be open read and write find the joy and share the moment and this is the journal get outside to go inside and I also include colored pencils with these so there's lots of drawings so kids come children love the book so there's colored pencils there's two pens and so you can express yourself however you would like in the public you know my goal obviously is to do this to create connection our mission at the bench project is to inspire and nurture the human spirit by creating a connection through a shared experience one bench at a time so that's really what our our mission is but we also have that mission for families to keep them connected so like a bench in every backyard for a family is priceless you know if your kids have a tough day at school and they come home you know you could say go, go sit on the bench right and the, you find them writing how they feel drawing how they feel and encouraging that behavior in kids is priceless because there's so many things it's not easy being a kid these days and teaching them that and then also having them getting to the point where they can read that mom was out here and she wrote this wow mom had a tough day too everybody it really keeps families connected and even having the tag there because once the kids do get older this could be a time for memories you can speak into your phone you can scan the qr code speak into your phone and say I remember when I was four years old and I fell off the bike and I that Your voice is right there. It's like a time capsule for your family, which is, is beautiful. You're talking
0: about walking and being outside and the power of nature. Did you ever think of Thoreau
1: in the course of this at all and his walking and being out at Walden Pond? And... Yeah, I have because we actually do have, we have a pond, which is another part of the trail, the bench trail where we walk. And we do open the farm up to the public you know, during the better months and they can come and walk. We are part of a giving back. So we're part of the Luzerne Foundation through a fiscal sponsorship. So we have six different charities that we are part of. So we have the National Park Conservation Association Outdoor Outreach, which is a youth organization in San Diego that encourages kids to get outside. We have Blue Chip Farm, which I just have such a heart for dogs and cats, so that's kind of close to my heart. Epilepsy Foundation, my one son has epilepsy, so that's another one that's close to my heart. ICP Foundation, which is intrahepatic cholestasis in pregnancy. We lost our first grandchild, Mila Ruth, to that, so uh, we have a bench just for her on the farm for that. Fork Over Love, if you know Tracy Salingo, which is an amazing, amazing mission. Sleep in Heavenly Peace, Dio Gurkis is a friend of mine, and that's giving kids a bed, getting them off the floor, and they build beds for them. That's local, too. Ruth's Place, my mom was Ruth, so I love the homeless shelter for women in Wilkes-Barre. I've actually donated a bench there, so they have a bench for the Bench Project. The National Recreation and Park Association, which featured us in an article for the Bench Project. And then Room to Read, which is obviously a literacy foundation for kids. Lancet Hillside Farm, we have three benches there right now. So that's another great place. And then the Luzerne County SPCA. So the giving back part is really important to us. So this is really a philanthropic adventure for us as a family.
0: I think that the best thing for our listeners to know is they can put a bench in their backyard and just copy you, right? And that's okay.
1: Yes, they can. they can put a bench in their backyard. And that's just it. Like we sell benches, bags and tags. But if you have a bench in your community that it's already there, all you need is a tag or a bag or both. Now, where do people find you? So the website is TheBenchProject.net. And right now, locally, there are 21 bench tags at Medical Oncology Associates in Kingston, Dr. Greenwald and Dr. Sademan's office. So in their chemotherapy unit there are 21 chairs so each chair has a tag but they're all linked to the same journal so people that are getting treatment there can scan the tag read the stories of the people that are that have written before and then add their own they can add it every day they're there or just once but you know the people there are are really have had a shift so to share your story and know that it could help the next person is great we also have tags and bags at misericordia university Kings College, Wilkes uh, LCC, and, and then there's a tag in a bag at Nucleus Raw Foods down in Wilkesbury and Luca Fresca. So there's quite a few around, and the Hillside Farms, of course.
0: Beth Romanowski, founder of the Bench Project on her family farm in Luzerne County, and as we suggested, from this corner of Pennsylvania. The simple power of a bench a book and a bag has spread from coast to coast and flourishing all the while in between to mark the arrival of spring beth romanowski stopped in with a book and a bag to introduce us to the bench and the bench project and if you'd like to learn more thebenchproject.net thebenchproject.net as she suggested when the weather is good The farm where she lives in Shavertown is open for your walking and your sitting and enjoying the pond and the world of nature around. TheBenchProject.net TheBenchProject.net